If you have been through confirmation in a Lutheran congregation, raise your hand. This is not a litmus test, as I was telling the people at the early service. Okay, you can put them down, it's fine. Okay. How many of you have heard of the 95 Theses? This is good, okay. How many of you know what the 95 Theses are? Not all 95, that's not what I'm asking, but cons, okay, good. All right. This is an important document when it comes to our Lutheran church body. But it's not a particularly Lutheran document. It was written by Martin Luther back in 1517 and posted on the castle church doors at Wittenberg. As you see on the banner behind me, 1517 is clearly marked. This was a flashpoint for what would come to be known as the Lutheran Reformation. But as significant as the 95 Theses might be as a document, there's another one which is even more important for us as Lutheran Christians. It is a statement of faith that highlights the key points of what we believe and why. It is called the Augsburg Confession. On Saturday afternoon, on June 25th, 1530, German princes and lay people stood before Emperor Charles V and the people of the Holy Roman Empire for an imperial meeting, or diet as it was known, in the city of Augsburg. They'd been called to come together to settle the controversies that had been happening throughout the church in Germany. Now the emperor, Charles V, was a devout Roman Catholic and he wanted this problem to be resolved so that the empire might focus as a whole on the looming threat of Turkish invasion from the east. That problem came to be known as the Lutheran Reformation, much to Martin Luther's chagrin. But the, the Lutheran princes knew, however, that they could not just simply give up the rediscovery of the gospel that had opened their eyes to see in a new way God's grace. And so risking their positions, their wealth and their power, even their very lives, they read before the emperor their statement of faith, the statement that we now call the Augsburg Confession. The Augsburg Confession, one of the greatest expressions of what we as Lutheran Christians believe, was not written by Martin Luther. Philip Melanchthon, who was one of the other leading figures of the Reformation, composed it as a peaceful and elegant, gentle response to the emperor and to the Roman church. And this statement of faith is such a clear and gospel-focused articulation of what Lutheran Christians believe. You can often find the words UAC 1530 inscribed in many Lutheran buildings. UAC, Unaltered Augsburg Confession. That's why we're commemorating the presentation of the Augsburg Confession this weekend as part of our Reformation 500 celebrations. It's a reminder of the good news which has brought us all together. Indeed, if it weren't for the courage of those Lutheran princes and people who spoke before Charles V as to what their faith was back in Augsburg all those years ago, this good news of faith based in God's grace, 
we probably would not be Lutheran Christians today. We might not even be Christians at all. When you hear the word confession today, I think that most people will probably take it in its narrow sense of admission of guilt. That's only a part of the sense of that word. Confession means something greater. Confession simply is speaking the truth, speaking truth together. Our confession of faith is speaking the truth of God's word together, saying the same thing that it says, that Jesus is the Son of God, that he came into his creation in order to restore our relationship with God, that he came to do everything that was necessary to reconcile us and reconnect us with our Creator. And that He has done all of that, everything that was necessary for you. In that gospel text we just read from Matthew chapter 10, Jesus is continuing to speak to His disciples as He is preparing to send the 12 out as missionaries to Israel. He's sending them out to bring life and healing to Israel and to the world, a world that knows brokenness and death. The Lord knows it's not going to be easy for his disciples. This isn't all rainbows and lollipops. In fact, in the verses just before what we read today, Jesus warns, Beware of men, for they will deliver you over to courts and flog you in their synagogues, and you'll be dragged before governors and kings for my sake to bear witness before them and the Gentiles. But then after saying that, he goes on to instruct his disciples, do not fear them. Fear. Fear gets in the way of confession. You'll face challenges and obstacles when you are confessing Jesus and the truth of his word. And the fear of those challenges, the fear of those obstacles might keep you from speaking or from living out your confession of the faith. In our country, I think it's fair to say that many people outside the church have a preconceived notion of what Christians are all about, Lutheran or otherwise. Some of that is undeserved. But unfortunately, Those people might have had interactions with Christians, experiences with people who for one reason or another did not reflect Christ in their words or their actions. So if you're being called to confess Jesus in the lives of people like this, you might have legitimate reasons to be concerned about what that will do to your relationship, about how they will look at you, about how they will treat you. Wouldn't it simply be easier to say nothing? Or what if you surrendered your confession of faith in order to live in peace with people outside of Christ's church? Fear kills. When you or I deny Jesus and the truth of who he is, it's a symptom of that sin that is at work inside of us. It shows a fear of the world that eats away at faith. And if we do not repent of such fear of others, 
it can destroy saving faith. That's precisely why you and I need to hear Jesus' encouraging words to his disciples this day. Have no fear of them, for nothing is covered that will not be revealed or hidden that will not be known. What I tell you in the dark, say in the light, and what you hear whispered, proclaim on the housetops. And do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. So everyone who acknowledges me before men, I also will acknowledge before my Father who is in heaven. Jesus promises that on the last day, he will stand before his Father and confess the person who confessed him before others. He will say, this is my friend. This is one you have given me. When the Lutheran princes and people presented the Augsburg Confession before Charles V and the Roman Church, they were facing real danger. So why would they risk everything, even their lives, for this public confession of faith? In the days leading up to June 25th, one of the signatories of the Augsburg Confession, a man named George, was the Margrave of Brandenburg. He made a bold statement directly to the emperor's face. Before I let anyone take from me the word of God and ask me to deny my God, I will kneel and let them strike off my head. Margrave George and countless other Christians through the centuries have publicly proclaimed that Jesus is the Lord and Savior because in Jesus there is freedom. And Jesus alone is a freedom worth living for and even worth dying for. Those confessors knew that their confession of faith was good for their souls but even more that it was good for the souls of everyone else. They knew that people needed to hear the good news that in Jesus alone we have the victory. Victory over sin, over death, over the devil, both now and forever. And as you've heard, as you've seen, in the week ahead, we are going to be welcoming 100 students here into St. John's, into our facilities here, into the sanctuary, where they will hear the good news that Jesus is the victor. In this Vacation Bible School, Mighty Fortress, in Jesus, the victory is won. We will be confessing that Jesus is the victor for all, that he is the one who came to bring forgiveness, to bring life, to bring freedom. And we're doing this because we believe that every opportunity that we have for public confession of our faith is not just good for us, but more so it is good for those who need to hear it. It is something that makes an eternal difference. We want these children to hear about Jesus, the truth of who he is and what he came to do. We want them to hear that God is there for them, that he is their loving father. We want them to hear that Jesus is the one who would say to them, I am your friend. We're going to be spending this summer's sermons over the next two months exploring the articles of the Augsburg Confession. Before you go today, stop by outside the sanctuary doors. You will see there is a table that has copies of the Augsburg Confession printed and ready for you to take home. Take one home for your household. 
It's possible we might run out. We seem to have woefully underestimated the number that we need to get. That's my fault. But more are on order. They will be here later this week. You can pick them up starting next weekend. But take them home and dive into the Augsburg Confession. It only takes about half an hour to read it from front to back if you don't count all the extra factoids and things like that that are in this edition. But read it and explore what our Lutheran confession of the faith is. Dedicate time to learning more about who Jesus is and what he has done for us and what we say to the world about Jesus. It's a perfect way of celebrating this 500th anniversary year of the Reformation because it is all about Jesus, who he is, and what he's done. Jesus sends you and me out there as missionaries. We go to our families, to our schools, to our workplaces, not as Jesus' salespeople, but as people who join him on his mission to bring restored life to a world that needs healing, a world that is broken by the power of death. So confess away. Confess away knowing that you have freedom in Christ through faith. Confess away knowing that it is good for your soul and the good for the souls of all those who hear this good news in Christ. Confess away, knowing that Jesus will confess you before his Father and our Father. As the Lutheran people and princes did back there in Augsburg in 1530, confess Jesus boldly. The power of fear has been broken in Christ. Confess Jesus and do not fear. Amen.